It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy, of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, Ed Oliver and Diamante Daniels. The Wizards have won back-to-back games, and the young guys are showing a lot of potential. They're showing some 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 good stuff out there. Corey Kispert sets the record, uh, franchise record, as the rookie, hitting the most threes by a Wizard as a rookie. Denny showing some promise as well. Porzingis playing well. The Wizards winning back-to-back. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about also, also we're going to get into a lineup change that Wes Unsell Jr. made, how that helped the team out this past weekend. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so the Wizards won 123 to 115, beating the beating the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry tonight. 
D and they also beat the Pistons on Friday night, so they are on a two-game winning streak. D, what were your thoughts about the lineup change that Wes Unso Jr. made? The lineup change that he did make was starting Sato and not playing Neto. Um, so he put Sato into the starting five as that point guard. As the starting point guard, what were your thoughts on the lineup change? I thought it was the right move. Um, when I seen the quote that he was making a lineup change, I assumed it was how Neto, um, because I believe the game before that he didn't really play that much and he started. Uh, Tomas being the guard to go with, I think that's the right decision. You know, you got a guard who isn't as shot heavy as Neto. You know, he's looking to pass a little bit more. Neto is more of a guy who is going to get his shots up. And I think that helps the offense out a little bit more, having a guy like Sadoransky in there doing the little things and moving the ball around. He had seven assists tonight. I thought it was the right move. I think a lot of people thought that was the call right there. And I agree with it. You know, Tomas was definitely the guy to start. Definitely, yeah. I think, honestly, if, if Wes would have made this move a little earlier, uh, the Wizards could have won a couple of more games than the, what they have down the stretch. Um, Neto, he's a good scoring guard. He's just more of a combo guard. And what the Wizards need, they just need a guy that can come in and facilitate. Um, Saddle's a guy that's looking to push, get guys open shots. And, um, you know, he just plays – Unselfish basketball. You know, him and Porzingis, they got good chemistry with that pick and roll and pick and pop. Sato did almost lose the game. Well, not lose the game, but he had a silly foul. He had a, he dropped the ball um, towards the end of the Warriors game and uh foul. But Sato, like you said, seven assists tonight. Um, and only how many turnovers did he have? He didn't have many turnovers tonight. Yeah, seven assists, two two turnovers and a plus ten. And he was knocking down the mid-range shot as well. So I like I like what I saw. And he he helps get guys. Corey Kiss for some open shots, Denny some open shots, presenting some open shots. So it uh, looked like the offense just flowed better. But let's get into the uh, Pistons game first. Uh, what were your thought, main uh, thoughts on the uh, Pistons game? Um, Denny. I was very impressed with Denny. I'm happy that he got his career high at 21. That was big. You know, that was big for him because we talked about consistently how Denny Avdia has been a guy who – is it more of a mental player? You know, he's gone through slumps. He's went through three games in a row where he scored no points. And to go to that, to, you know, him warming up, heating up and hitting 21, granted it's the Pistons and whatnot, but that doesn't really mean anything to me. You know, he gave us a good 32 minutes, seven for 16 from the field, three for seven from three, four for four from the free throw line. And he had 10 boards. I mean, 21 and 10. I was impressed. He, he was really impressive that game. I mean, Christoph Porzingis as well with a 30 and 10. I mean, that matters. That helps a lot. Porzingis with just another dominating performance. And that's what you want to see from a guy like Porzingis against the smaller front court like the Detroit Pistons have. You know, we know Grant went down in the game too. But Denny and KP, those are my two guys right there. The main takeaways, they balled, man. They hooped. Yeah, Denny, that was his best game as uh, as a professional a career high, 21 points, 10 boards, double-double, uh, doing everything in jack-of-all-trades. And he's getting more confident from the three-point line, three for seven. We'll talk about later tonight how he hit back-to-back threes that were clutch at the end of the third quarter against the Warriors. But um, the Pistons game, um, I thought he was a good facilitator. I had four assists as well. Um, and he hit two clutch free throws down the stretch, too, uh, against the Pistons that helped seal the win. Um, he was solid defensively as well. So the confidence is going up and up. Even more, that's what we want to see from Denny. Once again, like you said, with Porzingis, 30 points, uh, 10 boards, 11 for 22 from the field, 3 for 8 
Um, there was a couple times where he just went up strong on Marvin Bagley and went up and, and almost dunked on him. It was like a nice layup where he took it strong to the basket, um, creating fouls, getting to the free throw line once again. Um, I like what I see. Porzingis, man, he, he's playing really well. And he turned his ankle. He sprained his ankle one time. And I was like, oh, man, mm-hmm. here we go again for Porzingis. But he got right back up, man, and started playing. And he had a clutch block on Marvin Bagley as well. Not only is he making an impact offensively, but he's starting to, you know, he's not locking anybody down on the perimeter, but he's he's making some timely blocks when we need him. And we've, you know, we both talked about him fading away from the basket. You know, there was one time where he did like six pump fakes in the lane, where it's like, you're 7'3", why are you pump faking? Uh, but he, he's starting to play like more physical. He's, you know, bodying guys up a little more. He's still fading away a little bit. Him and Draymond got in a little spat. We'll talk about that um, in the next segment. But yeah, Porzingis controlled the game. Uh, Rui, can't forget about that dunk on Isaiah Stewart. That was just yeah. a nasty dunk. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to see from Rui. That and he dunked on Isaiah Stewart last year and did the same thing. He got a tech and yelled at his face. Uh, he did the same thing to Tobias Harris, Anthony Davis. That's the Rui we want to see. Um, Anthony Gill provided good minutes too, four points. Didn't put up big numbers. Thomas Bryant got some playing time. He had seven points. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Pittsburgh has seven points, hit three, hit one three, didn't shoot the ball well, particularly in that game, in the Pistons game. But um KCP played good deep. He didn't shoot the ball well, but he played good defense on Cade, excuse me, down the stretch. Cade was cooking us throughout the whole game. Same thing with um, Bagley. Excuse me, Bagley, yeah, he's 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 reviving his career in, in, um, in Detroit. But once again, uh, Howell had a DMP, two DMPs back-to-back. Um, but I thought, I thought it was a solid win. Of course, the people who want better lottery odds are not happy. But, you know, if the young guys are developing and getting better, I don't have a problem with the win. But next we're going to get into the Warriors game. We're going to talk about who out of the – Young three played the best, but before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they are a treat and they're recovered, then they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Yes, puffs included, 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to build.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carbs. Most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. 
Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, D. So what were your uh, main takeaways from the Warriors game tonight? Defense. I think they did a very good job defensively against the um, the Warriors tonight. The Warriors shot, I believe, only 24% from the three-point line. Yeah, they shot 24% from the three-point line and only 42% from the field. Typically, right. we're used to the Wizards giving up 50% from the field and 49% from the three. So it's nice to see them, you know, strap up a little bit. And I think they forced the Warriors to take a lot of tough shots, a lot of contested shots. And I think that affected them when they were missing a lot of their open threes because they had open threes and they were missing it, you know. So they did a very good job defensively. I think this is the best defensive performance I've seen them have in a little while, you know, as far as when you look at the percentages as well. So they did give up 39 free throw attempts, but I can't complain, man. I can't complain. Good job defensively. That's my main takeaway right there. That's the first thing I noticed. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I thought they came out motivated and came up with some energy defensively. They actually came out to a hot start and jumped on the Warriors. Um, you know, they took advantage of Steph Curry not being there. Uh, of course, you know, Clay did hit a, hit a couple threes. And I thought they did a good, a solid job on Jordan Poole. You know, Jordan Poole has had some really, really good games lately. Yes, they did miss some open shots, but um, Jordan Poole was one for 10 from the three. And I thought they, you know, definitely flew out there to some shooters instead of, you know, what we've seen like the Blazers game and the Christian Wood game where he went eight for nine from the three. It wasn't, you know, open threes like that that they gave up. But um, I thought they moved the ball really well. Um, 33 assists is um, – Definitely team basketball there. The ball movement was great. Like you said, the Wizards shot 52% from the field. They were 16 for 20 from the 357%. Corey Kispert, man, I can't say enough. Congrats to him for breaking the uh, rookie franchise three record, breaking Bradley Bill's record. I want to say Corey Kispert hit 92 threes in a season. And Corey Kispert is just a testament to how much he's worked so far this season. You know, the beginning of the year, you know, he was, you know, short on his threes. A lot of threes were short. A lot of three, uh, his threes were off. But now he's got his legs under him. He's got used to the NBA three-point line, I feel like. He's knocking down the three ball at a high clip. So um, how many threes did he hit tonight, actually? He hit uh, six threes, six threes. So, and he had, he took advantage of that, too. You know, when guys started to fly out to Corey Kispert, there was one time mm -hmm. where he did a pump fake and hit a floater. There was one time on a fast break where he looked for contact and finished strong. Um, so Corey Kispert, man, he's getting better and better each game. I mean, we'll see if he can make. You know, I don't know if he'll make second team all rookie or third team all rookie, but maybe he could make one of the teams. Probably not first team, of course, but maybe he can get a get a couple votes because I thought he played better um, as of late. Um, once again, Porzingis and Draymond, they got into it a little bit. Draymond got a tag. Draymond got a flagrant as well. So Porzingis did a good job of, you know, drawing some fouls and getting in guys' heads. I thought he did a good job with that. He shot, he shot 11 mm -hmm. free throws tonight. So I um, thought he did a good job with that. And once again, with the lineup change, saddle came in and played really, really well, played solid ball. That's what we, 9.7 assists, a plus 10 on the plus minus. And um, Denny, Denny was clutch. Once again, 14 points, hitting two threes. But from a team standpoint, takeaway, uh, defense, sharing the ball, moving the basketball, uh, rebounding the ball well, getting back on defense. The the Warriors tried to play zone a couple times, and they just moved the ball and found open shooters and knocked down shots. Um, KCP, man. He was an unsung hero tonight, 22 points, 
eight for eight from the field and three for three from the three point line. Sometimes he does dribble the ball too much, mm-hmm. but he was clutch tonight. He knocked down some threes and and was very <laughs> eight for eight from the field. Was super super efficient tonight. Yeah, uh, KCP. I mean, perfect, literally. Uh, so really good performance from him. Corey Kispert. I mean, he's been good as of late, you know, very good shooting the ball. And I've always said it's just mainly the consistency thing. He has to be able to shoot the three ball consistently. And as of late, he has been doing that. And when the season started, we thought Corey Kispert was a guy who could make Davies Bertans expendable. And that's what he did. And he's been starting for a while now. And he's been impressive, you know, not only with his ability to shoot the three ball, but just different things as well. Um, There was a play where I believe he got the rebound and then he took it coast to coast and went to somebody's body. I'm not sure who it was, but got the tough layup as well. You know, so he shows that he's more than just the shooter. But when he's making six out of nine threes, that's beautiful, you know, because that's what he was known for coming out of Gonzaga. So Corey Kisper, man, terrific. And breaking the record, I mean, just really kudos to him. I mean, Porzingis. He continues to do a tremendous job against to the free throw line. I mean, 10 for 11 from the free throw line. I I mean, he's came in and from the jump, just been able to get to the line consistently. And that has really helped boost the Wizards free throw numbers because there's been games where the Wizards free throw numbers have looked terribly low. And Porzingis has fixed that, you know, since coming in the door. So I think CRISPR and Porzingis, those guys right there, and KCP as well. I mean, big shouts out to them. And then I think Denny as well had another good game with 14 points, five for nine, three for four from three, hit some big threes late. Those guys right there, man, once again, kudos to them. They they really was a big factor offensively as well and then chipping in defensively the whole team. Definitely, yeah, Denny, Denny played really well. He's, he's showing progress in his last couple of games, so I'm happy to see it. I don't mind – you know, them winning these games. If Corey Kisper's going to play well, Danny's going to play well. They're going to play with energy. And this mm-hmm. is good for Porzingis for next season. You know, you know, people ask if they're going to have a big three with Brad and Kuz and Porzingis. I don't call it a big three. I call it a solid three. Mm-hmm. But if Porzingis can play like this, man, the Wizards, they can make some noise. I don't know how far they'll go. Like, you know, they're probably not going to be, you know, we, we just don't know how far they'll go. But I think they can right. definitely make the playoffs if Porzingis is healthy. Brad's healthy, and they add some more pieces. So I think it's good that Porzingis is playing. He's toughing out the ankle roll. He, you know, fell a couple times today. He was trying to draw some fouls. Got pushed around a little bit by Draymond, but he kept fighting back. So that's what I love seeing from him. Um, and we'll we'll talk about Rui a little bit. Rui didn't play. He, he got 24 minutes, didn't score much. Mm-hmm. Um, saw some people, you know, asking for him to play more. Uh, but we'll talk about and, and Daniel Gafford as well. I thought he played. Him and Ish had a good, had good chemistry tonight, too. Gafford, 11.6 boards, had a nice dunk. Uh, had a couple blocks, too, so I thought he – 16 minutes, um, and he had three fouls. But I thought he played well for the minutes that he had, running the floor, finishing around the rim. Had a tough take on uh, Clay Thompson as well. But um, we're going to talk about who are the three young guys played the best and look at some lottery odds, talk about player of the game, and then we'll wrap it up. Before we, before we do wrap it up, we have a quick word from D. Yes, we do. NBA Top Shots, the officially licensed NFT of the NBA, connect with a community of hundreds of thousands of NBA fans as a natural progression of fantasy sports, a way to upgrade your experience as an NBA fan. This is the future of what being an NBA fan looks like. It's part trading cards. Every moment on Top Shop originates in a pack. Unlike trading cards, 
These aren't still images on cardboard. These are officially licensed NFTs of the greatest moments from NBA history, akin to the stock market. For the NBA, every day, millions of dollars worth of NFTs are traded back and forth between tens of thousands of NBA fans around the world. Investors include Michael Jordan and Kevin Durant, not to mention Will Smith. There are also a lot of NBA players in the community like Tyrese Halliburton, Cole Anthony, and Harrison Barnes. If you sign up for Top Shop today, the best way to start is by getting yourself a starter pack. You can pull an NFT of a superstar like LeBron or KD or star rookies like Kay Cunningham or Evan Mobley for $9. And if you didn't pull your favorite player from the starter pack, you can snag moments from the marketplace that appeal to you. NBA Top Shop is the future of being an NBA fan. Own officially licensed rare NFTs of the greatest moments from NBA history. Sign up today at LockedOn.NBATopShop.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. If the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need, wind door often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, D. So who out of the young three guys did you think played the best tonight between Rui, Corey, Kispert, and Denny? And then who was your player of the game? I mean, Corey Kispert and player of the game, Corey Kispert. I mean, breaking (laughs) Bill's record and then just the career high in points, six for nine from three. It was a terrific night, plus 16, highest plus minus on the team. It was a terrific night for him, man. And to get that on in a dub, I feel happy for the young guy. You know, anytime a rookie has a really good night, just like in the Pistons game, I would say Denny was the best young guy and the player of the game as well. You know, hitting career highs. That's what you love to see. If the Wizards are going to win games, you want it to be because the young guys had big impacts in that win. And that's what happened in the Pistons game. And that's what happened in this Warriors game. So I can't really complain. Corey Kispert, man. Terrific. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how anybody else could say it, it otherwise. Um, Corey Kispert, 9 for 12 from the field, 6 for 9, 25 points. Um, just super efficient. And he's not just a shooter. He can do other things. He can facilitate. He can play mate. Um, he can put the ball on the floor a little bit. He can you know, finish on a fast break. He's athletic. He had a dunk in the Pistons game as well. So he can finish above the rim. Um, yeah, and congrats to, congrats to him once again. Um, so he played the best out of the three. Uh, my X Factor, that's a tough one. I mean, you could go with many guys. You could go with KCP, just shooting the ball well, shooting the ball lights out, not missing at all, a perfect 100% game. Um, or you could go with Denny, you know, having clutch threes at the end of the third quarter, back-to-back threes, and not only scoring, but seven boards and playing solid defense on Draymond and other guys as well. Um, so it's, it's a tough one for that for that X Factor. You can go with Sato as well. Um, man, but I, I'll let you go with the X Factor. 
X Factor, I'll go KCP. I mean, he was perfect, you know, perfect. So, because he's the young guy, and I'm all about the young guys right now, uh, Kispert, player of the game, and then KCP, he didn't miss a shot, man. So, X Factor, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with – I'm actually going to go with Sato. I I wasn't the biggest fan of signing him, but I think – you know, the way he facilitated him coming off the bench, you could just see how the team dynamic change. No knock against Neto. I like Neto. You know, he's a good combo guard, but they just needed somebody who could facilitate the ball more and get the guy, get the guys and other guys involved, get guys set up. Um, but to talk about Rui, six points, two for six, two for two from the three-point line. Um, 24 minutes is around the minutes that he's gotten. So, um, but he just has to improve defensively a little bit. But other than that, I think he's fine. Um, you know, I thought he played really well in the Pistons game. But, yeah, once again, KCP, man, that, that was crazy. Not missing a shot. But, yeah, solid win from the Wizards. Beating the Warriors, take advantage of beating the Warriors against the um, without Steph Curry. Um, just to take a quick look at the standings here and the lottery odds. Of course, everybody's been watching the NCAA tournament. Um, Paola looks really, really good. Um, they're in the Final Four right now. Jaden Ivey didn't play well against St. Peter's. Um, but I'm happy about that because his stock might drop. So if we get like the fifth pick, then maybe Jaden Ivey might drop. That's just wishful thinking there. But the Wizards are now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're eleventh in a lot of odds right now. They were at ninth at one point, but now they're at eleventh. So um, we will see how they end up. But you know, as long as the guys are developing, I'm I'm fine with them winning a couple games here and there. Yeah. Uh... That's what it's all about, man. The young player development. If they have career highs and they just they just happen to win, so be it. I can't be mad at that, you know. So keep on playing good, young guys. That's back-to-back games where the young guys contributed and somebody had a career high. You love to see that. Yes, sir. All right, thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA, Locked On Experts, covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so I guess we'll do a quick dub. Back to back. All right, y'all. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.